You are listening to the Senior Agent Podcast. This podcast is for insurance agents that are helping America's seniors with their financial choices. Here is your host, Christopher Westfall. Hi there, Christopher Westfall here with MedicareAgentTraining.com, and it happened again three times last week. I met on video chat with three new members of Medicare Agent Training. They can schedule a time to meet together. We use Zoom when they join MedicareAgentTraining.com, and we go over their goals, uh, what their plans are, and if they need any advice or any guidance or any um, suggestions on where to market, how to market, how to set up their business, we go over that, then we put them on a course for success. In three of those conversations, they all happen the same way, and this has happened dozens and dozens of times this year already. The agents were recruited into the industry through Indeed, through online ads run by captive shops that focus on one solitary aspect of Medicare. These agents then became disillusioned with that one solitary aspect of Medicare and then ate the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. They found out that there's more to Medicare than just the path they were recruited in. And I want to talk about that for a minute because as it's happening more and more often, maybe if I put this on YouTube, someone can figure it out sooner than many of these folks had had because they'd gone down the wrong path were led to believe that there's only one solution for all people with Medicare and that's simply not true. They discovered on their own through Google searches that there is something better. They discovered my videos, they discovered the training and now they're offering a balanced approach to clients which does them a great service rather than a disservice with each and every appointment. Here's the scenario and here's how it goes. The Indeed ad will offer um, employment, new job, uh, offering something like 50000 a year. They'll talk about it's all BS. It's all commission-based 100%. And then they'll lead them to different things for lead generation, like sitting in a Walmart store, sitting in a Walgreens store, uh, going to food pantries, literally, yeah, going to low-income neighborhoods, or running final expense leads in order to be a lost leader to get Medicare Advantage business. Let me share something with you. See, on Medicare Advantage contracts with my level at $600, right at $600, for a new to Medicare commission to get somebody onto a Medicare Advantage plan for the first time. That's huge. Now, agents typically will be $150 to $250 less than that when they're starting in the industry. What does that mean for me? It means that if I recruited solely for Medicare Advantage and I pushed people out there to sign up seniors for Medicare Advantage plans only, my overrides would be huge. I would make a stealing fortune on that, getting people into new to Medicare. And that's why the agencies, the recruiters, the people on Indeed looking for people are so focused on Medicare Advantage. I've covered before at MedicareAgentTraining.com that the override on Medicare Supplement, conversely, is about 2% with some companies 3 or 4% of the premium. Average premium $1,500 a year, you do demand. I'm either going to make like $20 a year or $40 a year as an override from my level to a street level starting agent. Now, the commissions that I give my agents are the same that all the carriers give directly. So if an agent contracted with me for a Medicare supplement carrier or Medicare Advantage carrier, it would be the same commission as going through me as it would be if they went directly to the carrier, but they would not then have any direct one-on-one -on -one support or help when things go wrong. So it's not that I'm undercutting commissions by any means on Medicare supplement. That's just the way the system's set up. So if you ask yourself, why is it that all these companies are recruiting only for Medicare Advantage, only teaching, and this is the part that I have issue with, 
only teaching the Medicare Advantage route as the only solution for seniors, either when they're turning 65 or targeting, even worse, just targeting low-income seniors for the sole purpose of getting them off of original Medicare and onto Medicare Advantage for the first time. Sometimes they'll disguise this as doing a favor for the people, doing something better than them, taking away their original Medicare, but in all cases, it's a focus 100% on putting them on Medicare Advantage as the only option. They won't even show because they weren't trained any other option besides Medicare Advantage. They won't show Medicare Supplement. They don't know anything from Shinola on Plan F, Plan G, Plan N, Plan L, any of the Medicare supplements whatsoever. Why? Because they were never trained that way. Why? You must deduce from that the, the intent behind it. And I don't want to assign to anyone any negative intent, but I will tell you this. If my override from an agent is $200 per case in the first year on a Medicare Advantage plan, even worse if I have to spend absolutely nothing and neither do they on leads because they're just going after poor folks, then that would lead me to believe that with a Medicare supplement, I might make $20 per year or $150 or $200 for that first year. What is the financial incentive if it's all about money? And then if you look at the misleading ads on Indeed where they're talking about you can make all this money, all this money, it's an employment position. And then you find out it's not employment, it's only commission only, you have to bring your own people, we'll give you some guidance but that's about it. Go take your AHIP exam and see the thing is with all these people that have come to me that they're doing their video calls with me, they're all saying, I've got AHIP, I've got the certifications, I don't understand anything except push everybody into Medicare Advantage and then I discovered when they asked me about Medicare supplements, I don't know anything about them. I was never trained about Medicare supplements. I don't know what Mutual of Omaha offers or Aetna Supplemental or Cigna on the Medicare supplement side. I don't know anything about those things and that makes me assign some intent. Coming back to the dollars, if the incentive is five to ten times more for me to only teach agents about Medicare Advantage and confine the walls of their world, their worldview is limited in scope to Medicare Advantage and that's what they go into the house with, then when they learn that there's a whole different world to that, it's kind of hard to break that bad habit, that bad training. See, most of these agents believe that you can't talk to a single person out there about their Medicare at all unless they first reached out to you or you reached out to them in a surreptitious way so that when you get around about conversation to Medicare, you then seize upon that opportunity and get them a scope of appointment. Then it makes everything whitewashed and everything fine, no matter what your marketing approach was. And it's just not ethical. The sole purpose, again, being the conversation to drive them back to Medicare Advantage, only to present to them Medicare Advantage options, mostly with one limited carrier. So if you look at the world of Medicare, and you could either go Medicare Advantage or Medicare Supplement, keeping original Medicare with the freedom and flexibility to go to any provider in the United States that accepts Medicare, original Medicare, which is most all, any and all hospitals, with no referrals required, that's a biggie, no pre-authorizations required. That's a huge thing. Just look at my video about the Office of Inspector General's report from HHS, that's Health and Human Services, looking at Medicare Advantage plans specifically about how many routine things with authorization required are denied, automatically denied, until the person appeals and appeals and appeals. For those who did not see the other video, just a quick highlight, 56% of Medicare Advantage companies inappropriately denied claims 
according to the HHS study, the motive was to potentially profit from the capitated payment systems in Medicare Advantage. That's not my language, that's theirs. 56% of the companies have inappropriately denied claims. Uh, in 2016, to be exact, 45% of Medicare Advantage companies provided insufficient information as to why they denied those claims. This is the OIG study. This is the most shocking. Between 2014 and 2016, 70% of appealed claims were overturned or partially overturned. 70% of the time that they de denied something or declined to pay for something, it was overturned if someone simply knew how to do the appeals process. And if you think about it, those people who have chronic pain from whatever their ailment is, maybe it's lower back pain, maybe it's kidney pain, whatever, whatever it is, and then they want to, and this is not my saying it, it's the Office of Inspector General from HHS. I'll link to it in the description below talking about the systemic way in which these Medicare Advantage plans will manage the care to the cheapest, 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 cheapest routes possible until the appeals are all exhausted and they have to finally give in and then relent and pay for what was necessary, what could have been solved to eliminate pain and solve the problem from the beginning. Had they been on original Medicare, see, original Medicare with a Medicare supplement, that would not have been an issue. They go straight for the right solution, go straight to the right specialist without regard to network, do you accept Medicare? Great, I'm coming in. It's a huge world of difference when you're looking beyond the sale, when you're looking at the lifetime value of the client. Is the client going to be genuinely mad at you when they can't get a referral, when their co-pays change, when their doctor drops out of the network, when they can't get an authorization, they can't get into the hospital, the hospitals change all the time. All these things are changing every single year and they're blowing up your phones about it. See, in my office, we do maybe 5 maybe 10% somewhere in their Medicare Advantage. And I'll riddle you this. As an agent, 90% of our problems come from that 5 to 10%. And that's the Medicare Advantage folks. And it's just managing the ongoing problems that happen with the networks and the authorizations and the referrals and the changing. And every year, it's always the same. Things are always going to change because it's a one-year contract. So if someone asks me, which they, they do ask me all the time, which focus should I have? Should it be 100% Medicare Advantage or 100% Medicare Supplement? You can't honestly say go one path or just the other. You have to have a mix. You have to have what's best for the client. Not everyone's well suited for Medicare Supplement because they can't afford it. But is it the best? Absolutely. Is it the best not to have uh, networks and restrictions and prior authorizations and have to pick a primary care physician and have to get in on there on a capitated basis when they're going to schedule you in? And all the things inherent in a managed care system that's free, that's what they sell it as? No, that's not the best solution. That's a last worst case scenario if you can't get the best coverage, which is original Medicare, which by itself is great, but it only pays 80% of the bills on the outpatient stuff. That's part B. That's where the supplement comes in. And that's the problem that I have is that these agencies, which are growing and growing and growing and pushing and pushing and pushing, are only focused on Medicare Advantage. And I suspect the reason is because of the dollars behind it. It's a huge financial incentive to only talk about one aspect of Medicare, and I think it's almost criminal. It's certainly an ethical deficit to not explain to the agent, so therefore not explain to the senior that they have other choices, their Medicare supplement. And would the agency make less money on it? Yes, you better believe they would. I started MedicareAgentTraining.com in 
February of 2013. For over seven years now, we've been helping agents to navigate the world of Medicare, keeping them up to date on everything that's changing with regard to the law. And there's been a lot of changes. Like in 2015, when there was the first hearing in Congress on MACRA, we were covering it. We we're talking about Plan F. They're talking about eliminating it. When Joe Lieberman sat before the Senate, coming back as a former senator, talking about what his discoveries were about the utilization of Plan F and why it needs to go, why you need to take away that non-deductible option. It was covered first on MedicareAgentTraining.com. And then for the next five years, we covered the transition from Plan F to Plan G, and then from Plan G to Plan N is the best opportunity. But then you have thousands of agents who are aggressively marketed to. Sometimes when they first get their license, they're reached out to, oh, there's a brand new agent. It's new blood. They don't know anything. Let's pull them into our captive shop, teach them only one way is the, is the only way, this way, Medicare Advantage. And then hopefully they'll find a video like this where they find out, oh, I've got a red pill and a blue pill. Which one am I going to take? Do I keep my limitations confined on Medicare Advantage and all the inherent frustrations, even as an agent, much less as a client? that are going to come with just a limited scope of an HMO only option, or are you gonna expand your options and the opportunities for not just you, but for your clients to build, build residual income and yes, your own business with certitude, with certainty, with, with convenience of, hey, the company's gonna pay the bills. If Medicare says it's a legit claim and it's not voodoo witchcraft or witch doctor or some weird old thing, if it's a legit medically necessary thing, the Medicare is going to pay for it. And then that is the only sole trigger for whether or not the supplement company is going to pay for it. Easy peasy, fresh and squeezy. That's a weird, weird saying. But I'll tell you this, it's a lot better of a world to, to have 12,000 Medicare supplement clients as it is to have Medicare Advantage clients. And how do you pick that? How do you determine uh, which clients are going to be more apt to go Medicare supplement or Medicare Advantage. And one of those little tips I'll give you is it comes down to the demographics of the folks that you're marketing to. Either that or the content that you're putting out so that Google will find those people and bring them to you. Are you focused on the middle income people in America that will predominantly go to Medicare supplement if they're explained the differences honestly and wholly with full disclosure? Or are you focused only on the low income so that that will gravitate them always to Medicare Advantage. Why? Because they can't afford the premium. And certainly there is a need for people to market to the low income people. But I would argue if you market to certain segments, uh, like if you market to the middle class America and you give them both options, then they get to choose. They get to make that choice. The only problem with it is, and this is what agents are discovering and what, what clients discover inevitably too late, is that when they make the choice for Medicare Advantage when they're new to Medicare, or they make the choice for Medicare Advantage when they were otherwise healthy and could have gone to a supplement. They then forever give up the right to do a Medicare supplement if their health does not allow them to do that. Now, there are some exceptions. States like New York, for instance. You can go Medicare supplement anytime you want to, open enrollment all year long. But for the vast majority of the country, that's simply not the case. You give up after you're done with your initial election period. That's the first six months of being on Medicare. You can get a Medicare supplement plan. Yes, I said six months. It's not three months on both sides like it is with Medicare Advantage. For Medicare supplements, you've got six months from the time you activate your Part B that you can get a Medicare supplement with no questions asked, 100% open enrollment. For the Medicare Advantage people who get Medicare Advantage when they're turning 65, when that window closes, 
then forevermore in majority of the country, the vast majority of the country, they would then have to qualify with health questions to get on a Medicare supplement. It's not impossible, but there are questions about, have you had heart attack, stroke, cancer in the last few years? Or you have a chronic condition that you're managing, out of control diabetes, and so on and so on. So if you have to qualify for one plan, that's the Medicare supplement later, and you don't have to qualify for Medicare Advantage, you can sign up for that any year that you want to, which would you think might be the better choice of the two, given the fact that money's not an option, money's not an issue, you, if you are middle-class America and you can afford a Medicare supplement. You've got the teetering choice of one that I would have to qualify for that pays for everything, or one that I don't have to qualify for that's subsidized by the government and then they control what you're gonna get for your healthcare. I would argue the one that you have to qualify for that pays for everything that's medically necessary, pays the claims automatically with crossover, which is just automatically paid by the Medicare and by the Medicare supplement, or the plan that you have to get prior authorizations for, have to get a referral for, have to get permission before you have surgeries for, have a limited scope of a network for, yeah, but you can sign up for it any time of the year. Unfortunately, this is the reality of what we deal with when somebody is convinced that they're, they've been healthy for 64 years. Now that they're 65, I don't need to pay for insurance. Just give me that free thing that I talk, that I saw talked about on TV. I deserve this. I deserve, get what you deserve. Get this free plan. A Medicare Benefits Helpline is now open to help anyone on Medicare make sure you are getting all the benefits you deserve. Then something happens. Then the warranty breaks on that hip. You know, then the warranty goes out on that ticker. Things happen when you're starting to get up to 70 years old. Then they suddenly realize, oh my God, this has been the biggest pain in the butt of my whole life. I want to get that Medicare supplement plan that I saw a video about or that I heard about. The supplement where I can go to any doctor. I'm not limited by my specialist. I'm not limited by my smallest, cheapest hospital in the area. Only then to find out that it's too late. What do you mean it's too late? You told me when I was turning 65, I could do either one. I got all this mail. Now nobody wants me because I've developed this condition that's going to require treatment. It happens, folks. It happens all the time. But it all starts with an agent that has a well-rounded, fully educated mindset on what the options are. It would start with reading the Medicare and You guidebook, although the Medicare Rights Center would argue that it's starting in 2019. That book has been completely skewed to promote Medicare Advantage over Medicare Supplement, not telling the full Medicare Supplement story and telling only half of the Medicare Advantage story. Why would that be? Why would the government be trying to get people off of the original Medicare rolls and put them onto private insurance where they can just write one check for that person off to the private insurance to take care of and not have to worry about uh, any further claims from those people because it saves the government money. It saves the government money when the person goes on to a Medicare Advantage plan and then the Medicare Advantage plan can take a finite number of dollars and then manage your care. They manage your care by what things they authorize and what networks they contract with. So if you want managed care to the extent that it's going to save the company the most amount of money, which the converse side of that is, it's going to make them the most money by the denial of care, then that's what you're going to get. But if you had the choice, certainly you'd want to at least present both options to the clients, wouldn't you? That's the question I ask today. So for the agents who've only been pitched one side of Medicare, that is Medicare Advantage, there is a whole other side that you have not been made aware of. 
Is Medicare Advantage growing? Yes, there's a hell of a lot of money, billions every year spent, and you cannot have missed it once you've gotten your insurance license all over the TV, all over radio, satellite TV, satellite radio, everywhere, print, billboards, everywhere. Medicare Advantage, zero premium, zero this, zero, 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 without the small print. And all I'm challenging you to do today is to look at the other side. Look at Medicare Supplement and why so many people prefer the Medicare Supplement. Again, you can leave a Medicare Supplement and go to a Medicare Advantage plan any year you want to during the annual enrollment period. You can go get on a Medicare Advantage plan if you can't afford it. But for the majority of people who know the difference and they are not shackled to not being able to pay $100 a month or what their Medicare Supplement premium would be, if that's an option for them, if laid out fairly and a positives and negatives on both, which is what agents should be doing in every case, then they'll make the right decision for them. And then you can sleep well at night. And that is what I challenge you to do. Look beyond the Indeed offering. Look beyond the job postings. And if you're with one of those agencies that's only showing you one option, you need to ask yourself why. You need to have a check in your gut and say, why aren't they telling me about supplements? Is it because of the override? Or is it because it's the best thing for the people? You do enough research and you'll come to your own conclusion. I'm Chris Westfall for MedicareAgentTraining.com. Thanks for watching. Have a great day, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Senior Agent Podcast. For more information and other episodes, visit SeniorAgentPodcast.com.